All right, an amazing, amazing morning. Amazing, amazing morning. Uh, and the schut of giving thanks to Kaddish Baruch Hu for such a... It, it was an incredibly blissful experience of bringing our fourth daughter into the world. I want the learning today should be a light and a shining light for her in her life, in her sister's lives, in her mother's life, in her father's life, in the life of all those she gets to meet in this world to not, to go deep and not compromise. That's what we're here for. That's what the learning, that's what this learning is, is specifically all about. Really going that one extra, one extra level, a little bit higher. So we're up to what we were very excited about, which is the criterias. Now we're up to the actual criterias. He's going to be listing them. This is as clear as it gets as to who is worthy of being part of the Chavura Kadisha, of this holy Chavra. Who can come inside? Who's invited in? And remember, just for those of you that are learning with us first time, if you listen back in the classes, it doesn't, God forbid, mean that we're trying to exclude. And I want to re-emphasize that over and over again. It's a plea. It's a plea that the PSS is saying, please, if you, if you fall under the next uh, few categories, we're begging with you, you know, this is the place, but if you don't, we're playing with you, please, we, we got to just do our thing, and it doesn't mean we don't, we don't love you. It means that we love you enough to, to choose to work on ourselves to the highest extent. And with that ruach in mind, with that spirit in mind, of God forbid, not superiority, but just knowing where my priorities are, we're going to learn now how the Piyasetzner is literally defining <coughs> what it takes to be part of this chavra. Oz Dalet. Ve'hagam shehala im Hashem nesader chavra. We will in the future be more clear and orderly as to the actual tikkunim, the... the uh, would you say it? Not the fixings, but the establishing each part of this heaven. Mikol makom, nonetheless, reishit kol anu tzrichim lomar. We just need to note this as, a, as, a, as the beginning, as the get-go. We have to say, sherak eile yochlu v'itkarev u'dikanes la'chevra kadisha. He's saying, only for now, just take it for what it's worth. Only these chevra can come into the chevra kadisha. Okay, hold on, I got an extra one. Aleph. Mi, listen to these words. Mi shemargish be'emet bekebo ke'ev v'de'avon hanal al shelachoku me'ashem. Do you feel in your midst pain and sorrow over the fact that you feel far from Hashem? What, what does it do to you? What effect does that have in your life? Does it make you feel anything? Is it something that plays any significant role in your life? You feeling far from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's not that you should know on your da'at that I'm low. We all know we're low. I mean, hope, well, not all, but something they're very high. He's saying something else. He says, it's not enough that you know on a conscious level, on a knowledge level, that you're far from Hashem. Does it hurt you? Does it bother you? There are many people that are, they know that their communication with their wife, they know that their, their level of, of uh, interaction with their zivug is, is shallow, it's not so deep, and they don't try to go in, uh, further, right? But it doesn't bother them. They're okay with that because they just want, let's keep it status quo, you know, let's keep it, 
let's keep it chill. Um, but does it hurt you? So the PSS is saying, what role does the, does the distance that you feel from a Kaddish Baruch what role does it play in your life? Does it, does it cause you in your midst mamish pain and sorrow? Second line, ki sechel, a knowledge in the mind, kol echad yodea, im rak Unless you're drunk or meshuga or crazy, everyone knows what something means on a secha level. But to really feel a pain in the heart, that his nefesh is bitter to him, and he feels, and he actually is, actually is worried about it, not less than any physical worry that you might have, meaning he's saying, if Chas V'Shalom went to the doctor, and the doctor found the machla in you, right? How much would that worry you? How much would that cause you to be worried? He's saying, it's got to be the same. If you detect that you see this mamish distance from you and Hashem, right? How much does it worry you? It's got to be on that same level of that if the doctor, God forbid, would detect something that's wrong with you internally, it would have to worry you just as much on the same level. The, what role, how much does that bother you? What does that bother you at all? that this bothers you so much but that you find yourself at times crying for the low state, spiritual state that you're in. So he already gave criteria number one. It's great that you want to be part of this chavra. When was the last time you cried over your spiritual state? Deep. He's saying, he's, he's saying over here, it's not enough that you know that you're far. When was the last time you cried over feeling this? And if, and if, you've, and if that's where you're at, okay, that's, step, that's criteria number one. If you've been able to cry, not over Nebuch, how much you feel lost in the world, not that, or how much you wish you could have more parnasa, or even how much you wish someone could have a refuah shleima. Those are all different things. But did you ever catch yourself and just pause and say, "Oh my God, I, I can't believe I'm can't believe I'm wasting my life away. I, I can't believe how far I feel." So if that's part of what happens to you in your life, criteria number one, you can come in. If not, you might be a gavalt, you might be a really sweet guy, and you might know on a knowledge level that you're not there yet, but this is not the place for you. you know, someone once said to me, uh, I was discussing, like, what kind of shul would you ever want to be part of? So I always said that if what, if what really bothers you and your criteria is whether your shul says halal on Yom Atzmaut with a bracha or not, so it's probably not your shul. Meaning, it's, 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 it's an Indian, like, you want to figure that out for yourself, and there are places like, like Mamish won't step in shuls and have, a, like, that's good, but that's not, you know. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's like, it's just not, that, that's, not what, that's not what it's about. So he's saying the same thing over here. Okay, this is what it's about. Can you, can you cry over yourself? Okay? Now again, we're learning about what they did, okay? 
Don't freak out now. We're learning about... <coughs> you want to leave. I'm wondering if I'm supposed to. This is a bro- it's a brilliant uh, question to get into the group. Because you might have thought from previous years that this is like, he's a little bit off here. He's little, little, trying to... Exclusivity, like I'm not sure where this is going. And this is the biggest Talmud Chacham. And the lowest guy, the biggest Amaretz, could, could fit into this category. Absolutely. And, and it's not a question of, well, like, you know, are you Kuvei 18? You know, have you finished Gemara? Have you at least gone through Mishnah? Like, have you, right. it's, it's, how do you feel inside, inside your mind? The guy who has done Shas might not be crying over his right. far, far the, right. being far from Mishnah. Absolutely. It's a great question. It's, a, it's an that, amazing. That anyone could potentially enter. It doesn't matter. Absolutely. Well, well, that's criteria number one. We'll see what else he says. For this one, yeah, though. But but it's interesting that he's... Uh, not, not a, <laughs> <laughs> See ya. <laughs> we'll, yeah. <laughs> we'll see. But it's, int- it's just interesting to note that he chooses number one for this, yeah. you know? That says a lot. It would have been cool if he would have at- kept this for the end. Check, check, check. Oh, man. No way. No but his whole way. thing is trying to let people know ahead of time. Right. No, I'm not going to trick you. Yeah, yeah. This whole book has been, I'm not going to trick you. I'm from the get-go. I'm I'm telling you what's up. There are a lot of other spine that will get you really high. They're putting out the fires. It's good stuff. But this is something else. He's doing it. Why is he writing this? This is, he's writing before World War II. But like, where is he like, have people approached him to be, to lead them and to like, is this like... uh, He, He was the son of a great Rebbe. He comes from the lineage of Rebbe Limelech of Lizhansk and the Kuznetsov Magid. So he comes from you know, a certain level of Malchus. But he's establishing, he was known as the Rebbe of the children. Right? He, he was very different. He, he, so he's trying to like, establish in the get-go at a young age. I don't know how old he is here, 30, 35, maybe? He's addressing this to his uh, Hasidim, or is, he, is this... Inner circle. Well, it's, it's his Kehila, but it's, now he's saying... There's a kihila, but people now there, but there's coming. a... People are coming. People are coming. Again, is success numbers? I don't think so. I don't think success is numbers. I'm, I'm happy. Shul is very full here. But we all know that's not success. So, he, so he's very clear as to what's, what real success really is. Tom, you'd love this. You'd love him. Yeah. You would, I mean... Reb Shlomo loved, you know, Reb Shlomo found out, whatever, we'll learn about his life story after, I mean, it's his life story is incredible, and how we even know a lot about him, and how he was murdered by the Germans, and it's a crazy story, he was, he was, he was murdered in 1942. Okay, Bet, Yossi, now regarding what you said, but it's interesting the way he says it, Sheye ben Torah, im me'at ve'im harbe, what does that mean? What do you think that means? Well, you've done, done a lifetime of learning or just start to scratch the surface? That's how I'm reading Or even, well, think, talk about the moment right now. Sheyeh ben Torah, that you're currently a ben Torah, im me'at im harbe. So yes, kviyas itim? Yeah. Could be, exactly. It could be 10 minutes in the morning. Could be 5 hours. As long as it's part of your life. Mm-hmm. So the Rishayim of the morning, no. I mean, I was trying to more. Maybe I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Rabba, no. That's what it's, it seems to be I, it saying. It seems to be saying that, yeah. Yeah. But, 
you know, we, we sometimes look at a guy that might, you know, he, he's makbir on the daily dose from Chabad.org every morning. That's his, Rather that's his thing. Like, like, look for the minimum, do what you can. Like, he's saying, don't look for the minimum, but, but where are you? Right. He's not giving orders yet. He's not saying, do this. He's saying, if, if there's somewhat of a Torah consciousness in your life, in your ben Torah, you're in. It's got to be part of, of your day. Not once every two weeks I go to a shir. No. And not every three days I put on tefillin. Your ben Torah, it's part of your life. You would always want to make it more, right? But imat it's got to be something. Okay? Three, gimel. Interesting. You have to be a merchant. You have to be a businessman. Baal melacha. You have to have a trade. Rak sheyifne es atzmo al kol panim gimel pamim b'shavua lemakom achevra. But meaning, like, if you have a trade in your businessman, your thing is you need to set aside three times during the week to be with the boys. Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday. Sunday, Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> And that you're very careful about the tikkunin that we set for ourselves, the standards we set for ourselves. So I'm not sure here if he's saying over here, you must be a merchant, but I think he's saying, and if many of you are merchants, which already sheds more light, because he's not speaking about the Kabbalist that's running, that's, that's doing Gilgul like at three in the morning, and it's doing you know, tikkun chatzot every night. It's not only who he's speaking to, he's speaking to craftsmen, he's speaking to shoemakers. Mamish. Or, not a balabas, or an ani maru that, you know, that's barely making it through. He's saying, we're not expecting anything more of you other than three times a week congregating. I've never heard anyone say that. Yeah. That's the first time I've ever heard anyone say that. But I've never seen this before. You've got to have something to go to somewhere. You've got to have something to do. I've never heard anyone say that. I mean, we know that's true. We know it's true. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. I think he knows that, like... Uh, I feel it that like sometimes you kind of you can go into this world and kind of say, well, what the what am I doing with everything yeah. else? So he's trying to keep everybody grounded. I think very, mission, very grounded. We have a mission here, but, but that involves being connected to the to the real world, and the real world is tied into this mission. Yeah. Dalid, im eino betivo hafachpach. He cannot be in his nature. Hafachpach. Do you know what that means? Afuch. Yes. One day this, one day this. I decide this today, I decide this tomorrow. Flip flop. If that's your nature, even though today, you're sure you want to be part of us? I'm sorry. You cannot be part of us. Your nature cannot be one of flip flopping. Mm. That's a biggie. Huge. Consistency. People follow trends all the time. Huge. And what's hot. Huge. Yeah. Wow. That what he decides today because of his pachas, his, uh, uh, how would you say pachas? His like, uh, we say pachas kamayim all the time. Whim? Yeah, like out of his, just like his, uh, out of a whim. Mevatel veromes lemachar kilachar ya. Tomorrow you can be able to completely say, ah, that was, that was yesterday. And you flip over the bowl on its other side. He's saying, if that's 
your nature, like ask yourself, have, is this, has this been your tendency? If it is, like first maybe go work on yourself for a year to just work on this inyan of just making sure you're not hafachpach. But you got to be someone that when he, that when he decides something, he really does stick to it. He really does stick to it. Sounds like ADD. Spiritual ADD or, or just like practical? He's saying, he's saying over here, if, if your nature is that one day yes, and then you, yeah, it's just not for you. We're going to be doing stuff that, that, that really demands one thing for sure. And, uh, that, well, we're going to be doing a lot of heavy stuff, and one of the things but, is but consistency. Wouldn't you say that it, as long as the person is consistent on a spiritual level, like whether or not they're no. jumping from idea to idea, that's not what he's saying? No, I, I, don't, I don't think so. Do you know how many things I've chosen to learn and then, I, uh, and then it lasts for like three days? No, he's saying on a certain level of consistency, you've got to just say, this is what I'm doing and I'm going for it now. He's saying over here, again, you're going to be surrounded by people that will give you koach also to, 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 to go forth. Mm-hmm. So if that's who you are, you, you could do it and you'll give koach to others. But if in your nature, you're afach pach, you're going to bring down the other crew. Everyone has to see that everyone's consistent. Committed. Committed. Everyone has to see that everyone's in this. Remember, he's thinking about what everyone's going to be feeling and seeing in the room those three times a week. And it, and it affects everybody. One guy's not here. People don't realize, like, I definitely, not on a Muslim level to tell you guys, but I just really on a, on a pshat level, like, if, when, we, when we learn, there's a flow, right? So if someone can't make it one day, obviously everyone has stuff. I can't make it one day. I'm traveling. But there's a price we pay for the lack of commitment and consistency, uh, for the sake of the greater good that we can get out of the learning. So he's saying over here, it's going to come to like sessions where people are going to be pouring out their kishkas, so vulnerable, so real with each other. If someone doesn't show up the next week, that might create a really big hole in the experience of Pashat. Hey, Sheloye Shakran Veramai Shakua Bishkarav. You think this is a given, right? He shouldn't be a liar and a cheat that's shakua, that's um, sunken. What's that? Set in his way. Yeah, that's set in his, in his shkarim, in his lies. What does that mean? There's a person sometimes brings out a word of sheker. And it's an awful thing. But mikol makom, he can do tshuva and that kind of person that did lie that was living in a state of lie but does tshuva over it he can eventually become part of our chavra meaning he has the first four four over here right but the fifth thing he struggles with is just being a like a cheat not that he cheats you but his, he cheats him, he cheats you with putting on a show of who he, who he yeah so he's saying, that's one level of a guy that does lies, he can do tshuva and come back into a chavra. Now look at the second line. But people that in their essence, they are ramayim, cheats and liars. They cheat others, that's one thing. That they're cheating themselves. That they're fooling themselves. They think they're fooling themselves. Someone that 
זכר צדיק לחי, בקודש לבלוח לחי על המבה, that just means I heard in my father-in-law's name, שאמר בשם איזה צדיק זכוס יגן עלינו, that said he heard it and then another צדיק, שאף לשוב אי אפשר לאיש כזה, a person like that can't even return to anywhere, why? מפני שגם תשובתו בשקר היא, because his תשובה is also שקר, meaning he's talking about a person that in his עצם, in his essence, he is a שקרן. כנ"ל שמרמה את עצמו, he's cheating himself. הוא יכול לדמות לו שבשעה אחת יעשה צדיק פועל ועושה. He could really think to himself that he's becoming a צדיק. There are people like this. ובאמת לא צדיק ולא פעל ולא עשה מאומה. But in essence, that kind of person didn't do, he's not a tzaddik, he, he didn't do anything at all whatsoever. Okay. Who That's is it? It's a very anti-nakudalai. Huh? It's a very anti-nakudalai. And he's not, 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 What, who is he addressing? What kind of a psyche is he talking about in number five? Somebody who's not honest with themselves, right? Doesn't really know who they, they are. They can fool themselves even to think that, that they themselves are honest and, and uh, a Torah yid. Yeah, but if, so, okay, so I'm a guy that's hearing, that's reading this and I want to come into this chavr. If I'm really a shakran, if I'm really a fool, a cheat, and I cheat myself, I look at this last line and what do I say? I'm not that. I'm not that. No? Yeah. So what is he, so let's go deeper. So what is he, what is he trying to do over here? You've got to be open to change. You, got to, you can't be so stuck and, and, and set in your ways. For the guy that thinks he, like, I really know the right way, but this also seems like a nice little right. way. I'm going to kind of dance in this world a little bit. Like, it's not like, you've got to go all in. You've got to go all in and be open for what's about to happen to you. Right. What else? What else is he, who is he talking to here? Or what is he basically prefacing? What is he saying? Like, what is he really saying over here? I think what he's saying is, I think, I'm not sure. I think what he's saying here is that in this chavra, there's no masks. There's no, you have to peel off every sheker in this chavra. There are no masks. There's no, like, outside the chevra, everyone has to wear some kind of a veil just to make it through this world. You've got to be real. You've got to be real here. There's no, no time. There's no room for that. So no what time. does that There's mean? Time for the dog and pony show. <laughs> None of this stuff, you know. So what does that mean? Well, what, what could that mean? Could it be that a person is really, you know, he, he, he falls under the first four categories and he can go in, right? But that same type of person... really could be wearing masks his whole life. It's like Yossi said, you've got to be honest with yourself first and foremost before you can even approach anything else. Right. It goes back to the, the first thing with the first, no titles. He's saying because we're all in this together, there's no manhig here. You don't need no... to have these, uh, this shekhar right. of titles of uh, gaiva and right. that everybody to be might need in the rest of the world. But... Like if we were real right now, so what would happen if we then opened up the chevra and it was us right now, the, how many of us there were, the ten that were here? Right? Uh, it would be like that I would have to tell you about the dirtiest thoughts that I've ever had, if that's what I'm dealing with, even though I'm right now teaching. That's what he's saying over here. 
And then you that have a certain title of that's who you are and that's who you've been for us until now, in the circle, you can't think for a second, what is he going to think about me now if I tell him what I'm really dealing with? Because then, then what's the point? Because then what's the point? Then what's the point? Go find it. Go. There are plenty of chavras out there that don't demand this level of, you know. It's going to be a hard thing to record it. Oh, I'm not saying we're going to record it. I'm not even saying we're doing it. We're talking about what they're doing. <laughs> we're just talking about what they've been doing. <laughs> we'll have to do like an off-the-record thing. You oh, trust me, there won't be. <laughs> For those things, there's no recordings. Not be some, God forbid. No way. So, okay. We got criteria. It's really nice. It's really historical. It's interesting. This, right. Look what they did. This is great. Interesting. Next. What do you guys want to learn? Let's go to Tanya. <laughs> he's, he's really pushing the button. He's, I've never, I'm telling you, I've never, I, I, probably in my life, besides a few pieces that I knew of Reb Shlomo that we were going to learn, I've never been this excited as a chevra on a, to, to continue this because who could say that they don't want this? Okay, everyone will say they want this. The problem is, is that now we're not. We're gonna have. We're only gonna learn this stuff again on Sunday. We have a few days to really chew over the criteria and discuss it with each other. Who can say they're not scared of this? I'm pe- I'd be petrified of it. Well, I'm he's coming right. <laughs> I mean, if I understand what he's saying correctly, then then going forward, um, this is gonna have to involve more interaction more sharing, more revealing, like, you know, I mean, like, yeah. if I understand that, I mean, it's, you know, like, like, just people going to have to, you know, yeah. off that mask. Yeah. Yeah. Not just mentally, but like, you know, that, that's what, it. What would, what would, like, for instance, a chavr like us, what would prevent us from going there right now? If I said, okay, we're turning off this recorder right now, and for the next 20 minutes, we're starting this. So, what, what would, what would prevent us from going there? You're not, you're, you're you still have, why everyone wants to hide behind the mask? That's fear of being judged. That's the only see thing that would hurt That I means... I gotta see this guy on the street. Yeah, yeah, you, gotta be, you, yeah. you gotta be brutally honest. Yeah. So, that means, so that means... Right. I need somewhere, somewhere along line. that brutal. Right. <laughs> brutal. Who trusts people with their, uh, you know, uh, insecurities? That's a... <laughs> I trust everyone in this room. I'm curious with, uh, where this goes because... Because there's, there's like, so, okay, we're open and we're naked and so and we know it's judgment free so you're gonna say anything when you're saying something to someone you know that they're just taking it in and then there's nothing behind that zero and when they're saying that to you it's the same same thing, thing. and then with those people it has to always be that because if, if, if you're not in the like let's say we're all here right now talking right but you're going to catch me on a Monday afternoon running from this place to that and you look at me and I go like this or that and, and, and I'm not looking at you, then all, it, it, it messes with the trust of what you have in here as well. I think he's going to address you know the I mean? interactions between this chavra when they're not gathering versus when, they're, when they are gathering. Exactly what you said. Mm-hmm. I think he's, he'll address exactly. You might get confused that when you're at a Shabbos table with someone else and another person from the Chevre is there, 
and you know that the guy is not not it's not, not that's not who you are, right? That's not you. Remember the exercise you did in sheer? Um, it was before the summer where we had to go around and look into the person next to us. That that that, that uh, yes, that should be on this list of. You have to be able to look into everybody. Huh? That's, 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 but it's. I'm but saying, it's, but if you don't have that, 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 if you don't have that, 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 that it was a lot. It was that much. That was you were there. But I'm saying, if, we, if, if, if that was this much, yeah, I'll show you. I'll show you. Okay. No, it's not do it. I'll see. Do we did it, each person in the room went to the other and did it. And it's, it's petrifying, but I, I think that uh, it's less pet- petrifying now. But afterwards it was like... Afterwards, it's like a mix all the time. Yeah, exactly. It was a mix. Look, exactly. we're going to continue with this. This is not... I'm not... The point of learning this was not to say this is what we must do. I'm just being very clear. But it's definitely what I want to do. I just have to figure out if I'm, you know... I think the fifth one, personally, is what I struggle with the most. Not that I'm so, it's so easy for me, the first four, but the fifth one, I think he's, he's touching a chord in me that's like... It's in everyone. I know, it's I know, but you know what? I, I'm saying it. I don't care. Yeah. It's in everyone. Because it said, our machava were naked and they weren't ashamed. So there was that level. It's in, it's in humanity. Minute, yeah. The minute they messed up, then they had to cover same. themselves. So it goes back to the same thing. We got to go all. He's going all the way back to the root. Yeah. Yes. I'd say, man, all the time. He, he says you got to go all the way back to the root. But there's a level there. Yeah. Where we can. Yeah. We can. We can get there. And he's calling, and and, and this is what he's describing as, utmost avodas Hashem. Now you go to other places, it'll be like this is avodas Hashem. What farm are you learning from? What farm the Sefer Achaim we're learning from? We ask to be written in the Book of Life. This is the book we're learning from. Sefer Achaim. I, I, I like the meaning. Yeah, again, the, the historical context is, is important here. Because yeah. he's getting that, hey, something's going off the tracks here. There might be a ton of learning going on. And there was? And Sfarim and, and Hasidish Rabbanim. But, but there's, there's, there's a lack of, of truth that's happening. He's seeing it. Yeah. He's seeing, he's seeing, you know, he's seeing falsehood, double yeah. lives. He's witnessing. Eighty years hey, ago, we he's gotta bring this. We got to bring this back. I'm not doing Parsha Shavua. Not to knock that. I'm not. We're, we need to bring this back here to to the basics. Yeah, big time. Big time. I don't know of any other real groups that have really formed like this. Uh, I think it's so intimidating. I think it's so big. I think all of us are like, well, where do we end up? You know. So where do we end up? Because that's the. It's a dad game. What's going to be? Thinking about the day to day. I just keep thinking about it. I mean, however well we're capable of compartmentalizing things. I mean, if if you're truly, if we're truly doing this, then how are we? You don't want to be out in the in the the regular world. Again, Hershey, I think he's going to address this this worry of the of the. How do you function? How how do you how do you function? And not be. You well, being more real. 
Wait a second. So hold on. Fine. People that go to fine. AA Hershey, how do they function when they're not at a meeting? Fine. The meetings strengthen them. Fine. But how can I be, if I'm just going to open myself up and be like this, I can't just be like that, but only some of the time. I, I just have to be able to Great. be like that. No, so the thing, <laughs> hold on. Yeah. Make yourself extremely vulnerable. And we have walls up to protect ourselves for good reason. Not to say that they're all there and and, um, and then it's necessary all the time. Sometimes it's cumbersome and gets in the way. But for good reason. Yeah. Right? There are people out there who aren't aware and don't really care about you and you can get really messed up if you if if you like if if all your guards down. You're already oh, vulnerable. But I don't think he's saying that. I don't think he's saying that. No, so what I what I'm saying I know. What I'm saying is I'm either this or that. I, I guess I'm either this or that, right? Like No, you're both. Fine. <laughs> you're fine. not this or that. But you're if both. This is on my mind. This is what I want for myself. Yeah. Right? I mean whatever. We were, uh, for us like thinking forget about this for a minute. For, we want to be real with ourselves and with the people we're with all the time. In the times that that you need to protect yourself like emotionally. I think I'm making a larger thing out of it than it is, okay. but I'm just questioning balance in the whole picture. How how do I know that like I will be safe mentally? Right, it's a it's a sincere, legitimate fear. I mean, you might just be safer to live in fog. Yeah, no, like go not, back to the fog. Not fog. It's not safe. Not fog. But like chetzi chetzi, you know. You're dark, right. but you're living number in four. Garden, right? Number four. Uh -huh. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Um, I really think he's going to really address this and explain how to continue living in the world when you have a chaver like this. I do. Doesn't the, isn't that part of the point of the chaver to help you not feel so vulnerable about who you really are? That's part of. Of course. What this is. It's of like course. You can speak openly about the things that you struggle with most. Instead of trying to navigate all that by yourself, now you get to Absolutely. do it with people who don't judge you for being vulnerable because we all are vulnerable. Absolutely. No, it's going to... Like, I, I think, it's gonna, I think he really will talk about this. Because anyone that doesn't have that, 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 that concern is not aware of the world. He's not aware. He's not conscious of what, what, what's about to hit him. But again, I want to go back to AA meetings. Just think about that. When you're up there and, you, and, you're, and you're getting support from the chaver and you're talking openly, right? And then you go out and you're at a bar mitzvah. And there are people drinking around you, right? So how do you, how do you, maintain, how do you stay yourself? How do you, how do you, how do you, you're so vulnerable at that moment? Because the same analysis, analogy. I think we're saying, almost that we get people to say, Yeah. At an AA meeting... When you open up yourself and you're, you don't only talk about alcoholism, it's how you got there. It's like it's a whole different, not just the drink itself, but it's why you got to the drink. Both. Right? And okay. Both. Sorry, but you see somebody at the A meeting, at the, at the bar mitzvah, right. who's in the A meeting with you. Yeah. Not to be what you're drinking. That's not the problem right. at all. Someone who's seen you expose yourself. And then the what? Meeting, and you know that that person knows how you got to the drink. Not the drink. The drink isn't, right. it's a side thing. Right. But why you got to that drink that you were that you were like right. the dirt. This guy over here who's, who's having the, the locks over there on the side, he's looking at you and saying, ah, that's the guy. 
you got to be able to live with that. But that's, that's actually a better scenario because they're, they're both alcoholics. Yeah, that's, that's not good. because I know this guy. Right. I, know he, I feel better now. I have one issue. Somebody's got the totally different issue. So there's a, there's a more of a change. Uh, dynamics. I feel really there's, there's right. Like it's all people are, trying to work through their issues. It's really you're all in the same place. You might be dealing with different issues. I used to be personally very, very self-conscious and worried about what people would think just from what I would say. And I realized at a certain point that it was like a very hollow existence. So yeah, you can be real and some people want to move away from you, but then you didn't need them in your life in the first place. Why would you make room for a person like that? Thank you. That was a good share. Really? I just want to add by uh, end off by saying that what what will help us get to what he, he just described and to feel safe with what Hershey's talking about is that we all just gave examples of things that aren't necessarily with a ruach of kedusha. It's more of a ruach of like mind over matter and stuff like that. We're entering like the realm of of holding on to tzaddikim like we never did before as well. There's a, that whole element as well of like really. Hitkashrut to the Torah and to the tzaddikim and to the advice and feeling close to Hashem. They're there before. The analogies we gave till now, and I'm saying myself too, about bottles and stuff. Here he's talking about a person that needs to go to a, a GA, God, uh, you know. <laughs> his, his whole Indian is, a, is crying, not because he drinks, but because he feels far from Hashem. That's the type of person we're speaking about. And that's the first so it might not be for everyone. Right. And that's okay. Don't force yourself to be there. And for now, that's what that's what I'm saying about what he was saying. Now, regarding us, this doesn't have to be our list. We could write our own list, but we gotta stick to the root of the of the nature of what he's saying. You know, that's what it is. Right. The goal is to get closer to Hashem. To feel closer. The goal and, and the and the union of not cheating yourself. That's got to be a complete. But I'm saying the other things. Like it'll be really hard to form a chavra today. Okay, of ten guys that find themselves periodically crying at night because they feel far from Hashem. Let's not kill ourselves right for a second that that's not where we're, where we're at right now. That's what, that, that was them. We have to see where, where, where it is by us and not, you know what I mean? Do you understand what I'm saying? Like That's why I'm having a really interesting time with this learning because it's not to say, are we there? And if so, let's go. He's opening our eyes to say, what's your list, you know? I find that you you can get to step one if you do step five. Like if you're very honest with yourself and you open up to the people around you. You're right. That's why I thought that 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 one should have been five. Because it's almost like a build up. You're, you're right. You're right. How often is one really something you think about? Well, you can't really think. Well, you can't really think about it if five isn't isn't you know, isn't dealt with. I don't think so. Because even if you think you're crying over Hashem, he's saying you can convince yourself that you're crying over Hashem, but you're really doing it just to be accepted as a certain society. Mm-hmm. He's saying, forget that. That's not, that, that's not on, it. Bet. You're really doing it like by yourself, on the side. Yeah. Like, that you're in it, but it's only because you're, because you're part of a certain society. Are you truly doing it? Right. That's the question. Right. Time will tell. And back to the Tetsi Tetsi thing. The truth is, like, you either want to be close to Hashem or you don't. Like, you either want to be, this is what I want to be, right? This is what so, I want to be, or this is. So, right. 
in that regard to putting up barriers and walls. That there is, you're either that or you're not. Like like right. you got to carry that outside of the chevra, right? Right. That's not. That's something that we want for ourselves on a day to day thing. But hopefully, not something we, we need. want to want. I want to want that big time. I want to want that more. Look, I, I want to be part of a chevra. I mean, as I guess like this, like as as absolutely crucial and important it is that we have we're part of a big shul and big community and a congregation. Um, not just for this. Not, not not talking for the sake of the community. If there was an inner core chevra, it'd be much better. I don't know what would be much better. I know what would be much better for me personally is if there were people with me that, and I was with people that, and there could be four, five people, but that are, are just willing to talk about the things that are bequeous, committed, consistent. Not if we get together once every three months, but that it's really on the level of that it's, this is something that it's in my life, that like I have an ulcer and I'm worried about it, so too about this. But there's 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 a le- there's still a way you know there's we still have a, a long way to get to the place of being able to cry over my spiritual state of where I am just like I would over a physical ailment, right? And I, I don't think I'm I'm not trying to put anyone down here, but I don't think I'm the only one that's still not there at the level where he can cry over how far he is from Hashem like he'd cry if a doctor found the machla in him. Naturally, right? I mean, I would naturally choose to be in that place. But it's a ratzon. And I believe in ratzon very much. It's a, it's a will. That's what I want. That's what you want. That's what we all want. So I would stick really closely to the, how he continues to develop this idea. And I think we'll find, through this sefer, we're going to find a lot more than we thought we would have, we would have found just by picking up another sefer. All right? Is it too intense? Okay. <laughs> wow. A lot of. It feels good. It feels good. It feels good. It feels good.